Look good. Oh, he can't do a Gator Boy's hands. He, I, I called it. I said they were going to put Trey Young in a fucking box. I was like, is he kind of things? And Kyrie was looking fucking. Ramadan Kyrie, honestly, is top five. Like, Ramadan Kyrie. What's going on, guys? This is the Totally Blitz podcast. Today, we're doing the kickback. So, just kick back, relax, and enjoy. These are your hosts. I'm Paul. Pick them when I'm contra, and as you can see today, I got a trimmer beard. Nice. I see you, man. You know what I'm saying? My shit's still coming in. But you already know who the fuck it is, man. It's that boy, motherfucking Kev. Motherfucking Savoy. And it's motherfucking Monday, boy. Hey, if your team not, if your team not number one seed, don't fucking talk to me, man. I'm tired of you, y'all. Non number one seeded ass motherfucker speaking to me. Come on, babe. I think it's disrespect to us. Yesterday, motherfucker was watching that. I was watching basketball all day yesterday. And the worst part was my TV. Literally, I watched the entire Net Celtics game, but my TV wanted to act up for the last two possessions. It's crazy. Oh, no. Watch the whole game. Whole game. Whole game. I watched every KD miss. Watched everyone. Didn't matter. Niggas, niggas found their way to piss me off for the last second. But it's Gucci. It's been a fucking, it was a lit-ass weekend. What you was got into, man? We had to do a little bit of some Easter, so I saw some family, did some eggs. Easter Bunny done a ride for Gia to give her some things. And um, watching the games as well, you know, as a Heat fan, we put that boy Trey Young in a box, but we'll talk about that in a second. And uh, just enjoying the sports I saw. One thing also I just wanted to showcase was uh, over the weekend, I bought some, uh, my sister... It made some donuts because now she's a baker. Nice. Oh, shit. Nice. What that Oreo one talking about? This one. So the inside is a deep fried Oreo. It's coated with Oreo and all that. So, And then this one was like Easter style one, as you can see, with the eggs on top with the little basket and stuff. It's kind of I don't want it to flip. But my low-key favorite ones is maple glazed bacon one. I was going to say that bacon? Yeah, bro. These donuts, I don't want them to flip, but that shit right here. She's been selling them. And I'm not going to lie, bro. These are some of the best donuts I ever had. So, like, I've been That's munching on these all weekend. Those are creative as fuck. But, um, what's her Instagram again? I got to go. I'm going to have to it's, go put it on. She's she just said, now made a, an Instagram and Twitter page for them. It was called Champagne Donuts. She actually even got the LLC. She's got the... She's got everything she needs for it to be like a like a legit company. So she's slowly doing what she needs to do to get the name out there. You ain't got no cinematographer to do commercials. Not yet, but she's starting to make these uh little like TikTok kind of videos. You know those like quick short ones that like show the process of the donuts getting made. And I'm not gonna lie, those shits do be getting some good views. Like uh, the algorithms, bro. But. But nah, but e- we had Easter. I had some of my Easter donuts, and then uh, just watching playoff basketball. Honestly, best basketball, best basketball, playoff basketball, and rec basketball is the best basketball. My open rec, yeah, open rec, open court. People are just pulling up. Not, nah, but where that the Celtics game you were talking about, Kyrie went deep in his bag. Where like KD is probably gonna play better for the rest of the series, but. 
if you're just to, to isolate that one game, bro, KD was not doing KD kind of things, and Kyrie was looking fucking Ramadan Kyrie. Honestly, is top five. Like Ramadan Kyrie is not somebody to fuck around with. Kyrie's such an individual to me because like he could really be the best point guard in our league by far. Like his bag, how deep his bag is, and how like consistent. It's just like he just doesn't. See, there's something that happens. Something always just happens that makes you that makes you like can fall off the map for a second. By far deepest bag, probably by far the best bag I've ever seen. And like the only person I knew before Tim Hardaway, I thought I had the best bag was um, um before Kyrie, I thought the best bag was Tim Hardaway. So like, like I've never seen a bag like Kyrie's before. And the fact that he can do it from all levels, slow, fast, medium, motherfucking in the paint mid-range and outside nobody does that like it but something always happens with Kyrie that makes you forget it and I think he's a good person contrary to quiet relief and I think choosing a day to say that is motherfucking bad after he was flicking off fans and (laughs) I don't know I feel like there's certain people like they take things personal like Jordan took things personal he dropped 60 on a stupid ass (laughs) like like Steve Smith he took things personal he won the triple crown on your stupid ass like there's some people that when they take things personal, it just doesn't look as good. It doesn't translate. It doesn't translate as well. Yeah, and it's all about like track record, history, stuff like um, like you know, like leaving Cleveland, like not leaving Cleveland, but like not winning in Cleveland, and then all of a sudden winning in Cleveland and wanting out to go somewhere else, and then the place you go to, you kind of have like a deep falling out with, and then all of a sudden it's just also owners talking. The owners are the one who's gonna basically write the narratives and stuff. So it's not easy to be unliked by almost every owner and still be considered like not a villain. And that's motherfucking Boston kid. Like them boys is no joke out there. And I think Kyrie's probably the closest thing the NBA has to Aaron Rodgers. I think they're like the way the media portrays them is very similar, like anything. But like the difference between Aaron, um, Aaron Rodgers and Kyrie, I feel like Kyrie's more like. I'm me, Aaron Rodgers, still going to be professional with it, even though he's the Zen master. Like, Kyrie's more like, more, a little bit more brash, not unruly, but he kind of, and I wouldn't even say he doesn't give a fuck. I would just say he understands himself very, very well. And, like, Kyrie's an individual. Like, he's a real cool individual. I'll say that. And he yeah. Just yeah, I also think he probably takes things as a, not personal, but, like, if you're going to say something about him, he'll say something back. Like, as they were leaving the Boston game, he told the reporter, suck my dick. Um, yesterday too. So like, that's something I like. You want to see Rogers ever because the next day after saying some shit like that, oh, R.I.P. to A. Rod. Like, I think uh, Kyrie knows he can say like he has that a little bit more. Like, and it's also because that's what you're used to with him. Like, if if uh, like you you're not surprised if he if he gets a little bit more chippy with the fans and stuff. And like, you just you've grown accustomed with it. Yeah, like when I seen that shit, I wasn't like fake news and nothing. I was like, oh, this is Kyrie. Like, I wouldn't even say it's Kyrie being Kyrie. I'm just like, oh, it sounds like something. Huh. Kyrie. Yeah. This is- and um, the I mean, all the games you saw also had like the Nuggets and uh, Warriors. But the other game that I put most attention to was the Heat. I, I called it. I said they were going to put Trey Young in the fucking box. I was like, as long as they don't let Trey Young do anything, the rest of the team's going to crumble because like no Clint Compella, no John Collins. The, the, they have a nice like team of shooters and stuff, but they need that one person to lead them. Like, they have a lot of good warriors, but they need a, a someone to lead them in the battle. And they chose the wrong team to do that to, because motherfucker, we gonna get dirty. We like to get dirty on over here in Miami. It's been like that since the nineties. We yeah. gonna get and not dirty, 
not dirty. We do dirty plays, but we get dirty. Like we're not scared to get in that paint and get a little messy. You feel me? Like we'll take that or two. We'll take the we'll go we'll go down there and do that dirty work real quick. Cause hey, dirty work leads to cheap clean ass championships. Yeah, and um I just love like all our pieces. There we got role players that excel and they roll and like under undervalued, like we got talent that was off the streets a year ago and now they're starting in the NBA or playing 30 minutes in NBA playoffs. And it's not like they are ball hogs. Like they literally like are happy to be where they're at and they're gonna do anything possible to stay in their position where they at and they are dogs for real. Greatest scouting scouting division of all time by far. Miami Miami from nineteen eighty six to today. Like no scouting division will ever be able to say they can we they've been able to pick up the players and stay consistent as much as my Miami Heat. Fuck Kyle. I know. I'm just. I can't wait till us move on. I think we went in in five or four, but I can't wait for us to move on. I hope, honestly, no shade towards the Nets. I love their players, but I hope they get bounced just because there's a lot of people who are just like, oh, the East don't matter. The Nets are gonna win it all. They have KD, and, and they didn't really watch probably anything about basketball, and that's all they would say. Completely like, oh, the Heat, Jimmy Butler ain't can't get do nothing against those two boys. So if the Nets get bounced, it's gonna change narratives. It's gonna be like. Oh, the the Bucks are gonna win the East. Like the, you know, one can stop Giannis, and but slowly and surely they're gonna have to finally put some respect on the Heat if they're gonna be the last man standing in this conference. It's tough. It's tough, right? Right. I want to agree with you because, like, I got to get the boys out. Of there. I don't want to play them boys, but like, here's the thing: the Celtics played their best game. Like they played their best, and it was the Nets looked like they were trying to play their best. That's not their best. The role players they didn't do what they had to do. Kyrie came, he put that bag up. But even if even when he's bagging like that, he's supposed to be in the forties and he can get into the forties and sixties ranges. So like the the I have to see like you have to they have to match the intensity now. So like and they did that. That game was close as fuck. And like they they figured out and they picked up their tempo. They got rhythm and stuff like that. But it's tough for me to see the Celtics winning more than two games against them just off the fact that that was game one at home. And um, they played their best ball. Like, I don't think they can play too much better ball than that. Ooh, and we'll it, was all, it was an all-around team effort. And, like, so, like, I like – I want I want the Celtics to take it to seven and get the dub, but, like, I just don't see them – because they played phenomenal. I don't see them playing any better than that. I think that's funny because the odds makers disagree with, like, Everyone who keeps saying stuff like that because the Celtics have been favorited in this series before game one. And, like, now they're big favorites in the series after taking game one. And, uh, like, not a lot of money. Like, it's the sharp money, as they call it. Like, people who, like, bet, like, they're just called sharp bettors. They just bet, like, big money, win big money. No one's taking the nets here, honestly. And it's all because – yeah, they're like at home. They play worse basketball. They're like they're like um they've only covered like six spreads out of forty games or something at home. They have the worst home record, so like they actually play better ball away. And uh, they haven't meshed uh since the trade. Like Seth uh Seth Curry, he's kind of looking for shots. He's not really like in the seventy sixers. He had that role of like I'm gonna stand here or here and I'm gonna get my shots. Whereas 
on this team, he sometimes is the problem, like that has the ball. He's the ball care. Oh, uh, he's the one dribbling with the ball and stuff, and he's on the floor, so he doesn't have the same setup shot. They also don't have that elite defender who can just go one on one with somebody right now until Ben Simmons comes back. And then when he does come back, rest. No one knows what that team looks like with them. And uh, so it, right now it's like the Celtics, I think they're minus 200 to win the series now after winning game one. And uh, the the Nets are like plus 200, like a two to one underdog, which is pretty big for like basketball. Like usually that's, it doesn't really get that big and like shit like this. Interesting. That's so, right. Like I, if you want, like if you honestly think for sure, like, oh, the Nets are going to win and like, the odds makers are basically like begging you to place that bet right now. Like, like anyone who believes in the nets, they're the big underdog here. Take them like, but they honestly believe. And there's a reason like odds makers usually know a thing or two. They're always end out on top for a reason. So like, that's why me personally, I'm not like, I think the Celtics do have it. They do have a better team. Like they're going to showcase why it's two having two all-stars isn't always better than having a, a team of people who can play their role and there's depth because once Kyrie and KD are off the floor, there ain't much depth there anymore. Like, like there's no one to get you that bucket. So, like, if they're going to play 41 minutes a game in the playoffs with the travel, good, like, good luck. Let's see, let's see who wins this. Interesting. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I just won $20 off of that bum, Alex. So I might reinvest that and, money. And what was that from? <laughs> Oh, yeah, Saturday. Oh, my dog came through my. Look my good. dog Spence. Oh, he came through and gave them boys hands. Oh, my dog Spence was my. What do you call it when you uh, faded? My dog was faded. My dog. Yeah. He's just talking about balling. My dog was faded. Like, that boy Spence came through. Shout out to Dennis Ugar. Sucks that the fight had to end that way because, you know, he would have kept fighting. No eyes, no no hands, no, no feet. He would have kept fighting. But. That was a good ass fight. Like that was high level boxing. You got to see it like on the high, not the I don't know if that was the highest level because I'm not a boxing expert, but like I was like two ten fighters going at it and like they put up with they put up with real a real strong fight and it was so smart. It was so strategic and like just Spence. He has a lot of these. Like that boy is really like that. In in his hometown, Dallas, and the crowd yeah. was crazy, yeah. bro. Michael Irvin was there. In that bitch. Yeah, the, the stars were out in AT&T Stadium. Michael yeah, Irvin asked for standing up screaming at one point. I thought, like, the show Jerry, was put on. Jerry Ass was at the press conference. Like, this was Dallas pulled, came through, and that bitch was sold out. Like, I'm going to be at the Spence and Crawford fight, no cap. So, like, okay, I guess I got to sell the house because that's coming soon. Yeah, no, hopefully it does come soon. I can't – that fight was good. Even the undercard with the Cruz and Gamboa – like that was that video uh, I put in the group chat. I remember Gambo. Gambo, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a slight Gambo fan. I saw, I can't remember who I saw him get beat by. I think it was Thurman, but like Gambo is straight. Well, he he got knocked out against Cruz that that like that big nah, overhand man. right. And Boy. now Gambo, I even saw. I think Ryan Garcia called out Gambo, and it's like they they're saying Gambo is gonna be like the. The, not the journeyman of the division, but that uh, the gatekeeper of the division. Yeah, beater, but like, hey, mate, I don't know. Ryan Garcia, like, that boy, he looking like a Jake Paul individual to me. Like, talented, young, but I think he's trying to wait for, like, everybody to get out of the division. So, like, then he start, then he start figuring out what, where to go with it. 
But hey, man, that's sports. What else in the crack? What else got you got into this weekend? Because I was doing too much homework. Shit. I was watching some. Uh, I fucking that podcast. I didn't know if you watched it, but the podcast uh, with Baker Mayfield on it. I gave it a good watch. I kind of stopped when they started talking about music and other things. But like when they were talking mostly, like I watched, I want to say it was about almost an hour and I watched about 30, 35 minutes of it. So a good 60%, 65%. And, uh, but this is the first time I actually heard like words out his mouth or quotable by him that like is that I can like completely agree with. But he was just like, I 100% feel disrespected. They told me one thing and did something else. And that was just like, I was just like, damn, like, I understand you're disrespected. I agree. But whenever he said they told me one thing, then did something else. That is that just like kind of made me look at it a little bit more different because that was I think this was like the first time we got 100 percent certainty fact that they told B- Baker, like, you're going to be our guy next year. Don't worry about it. They told me that shit. I, I was like, I thought it was going with Baker next year. Like, they told me the same thing. Yeah. So now that I, I've. Like, I don't want to say I feel bad for him because this is a business. They do this in every other position. Like, the quarterbacks, they have a job to do as well. And uh, so, but I will say that that is just, like, not shady business shit, but just, like, this is someone that you, y'all have done business with for three years. And, you know, y'all have always had good business together. And you did just kind of burn that bridge forever. Like, as a person who does a lot of business, like, trust is a big thing in business so for you to just do that to your guy after three years is kind of like you do that to anybody see you look right so this is this is where this is where the topic that we don't really bring up but like was gonna get brought up one day yeah, the nfl is low-key slavery right so and that's it's not low-key it's very similar they got they got a lot of tactics they got a lot of tactics to get to that but um the way that shit looks is that Baker definitely, they definitely told him one thing and went with another, right? You can't blame them. We've seen why. But at the end of the day, this is just how the NFL works. Some boys is dirty, they're rugged. Like, I just, hey, man, I lost Matt Ryan. Like, I lost Matt Ryan over Deshaun Watson shit, too. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, that's just how the game, that's how the game goes. They be on that bullshit. But, motherfucking. I think it's so I don't think it's fucked up that they told him one thing and went with the other because they did they didn't know they had that choice until it was on the table. And you've seen how bad they feel they wanted that. They guaranteed bro that much that much paper. They wanted that bag bad. And it's you can't put blame on nobody. There's some factors on each side that led to this decision. But I think it's fucked up the fact that they're keeping him just in case bro go to jail. Like that's where it's fucked up. So it's like that's like that's like that's the literally they're keeping the man like i think that's fucked up like because he can't even go explore other options to show that like yo like i was hurt last season since week two but i being a lead trying to be a leader and everything like that i i i stepped up because he's better than a lot of starting quarterbacks definitely definitely better than everybody in carolina definitely better than um definitely better than everybody over there and um uh, the Carolina thing I find interesting because that's uh, he, openly they said that he might be in Carolina. And then Robbie Anderson, minutes after came out, said, we do not want his ass. And he's the wide receiver there. Like, I just was like, damn, like, what the fuck? Like, this happened. 
I don't know if it's this weekend, but it did happen. Just right that, that little uh, interview came I did, out. I did, I did hear there was a mutual disinterest in him, but he's better than a lot of. I think he's better than Mitchell Trubisky. I think he's better than. Um, I personally think he might be him and Carson. Like it's between him and Carson Wentz. Like whichever one they're at, they're like the really average quarterback levels. Like yeah. the, the average level. Like I think it's one. It's between them two. I just that's where it comes to me because like I would have took Deshaun Washington too. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't give him all that bread. Nah, you tripping. Hey, Baker, go go bake something over there. Like, And I was not a big – I just don't think Baker is as bad as we make it seem. Like, I think that's where – I'm not a Baker Mayfield even spin, even slightly. I screamed that the whole season. But he's not as bad as everybody bashes. Yeah. It's just there's nobody bad to bash. People right? – like, if this was, like – you're the best, you're up here, you're the worst down here. People are screaming at him like he's down here, but in reality, he's probably right here. Mm-hmm. So I, I get what you're saying. It, it just, they don't have no – there's so much crazy shit going on right now. There's, there's nobody to really, like, do that to. So he's the one that gets it right now. Like, there wasn't no – you know there's that one bum motherfucker yeah. that like anytime Ocho Cinco or T.O. messed up, niggas was on their heads. Yeah, it's like this is how the cookie crumbles right now, bro. This is So, like, and just the thing – the thing is him – He's so nice and respectful. I think Baker Mayfield's a good person. It's just like true. So it's not. It's 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 a very it's a very funny like very funny situation. Because I can't bash him after hearing that interview. I didn't even see it. I just saw some clips, but I just saw the genuineness in his face, and I was like, I'm just not a fan. He's just not a fan. like if if it was your jersey and a Carson Wentz jersey, I'm just saving my money and I'm going home. Right? Yeah. You no, I agree. Like with it. It is a business, and then at the same time, like they should probably just release him. But if they release him, he 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 he'll be in um, control of his own destiny. And that and that's what they feel like they should do. But and, the, oh, what's up? Yeah, but they gotta pay. They gotta pay his ass. So at least he's still getting paid. It's just like I feel like his incentives, like is gonna get hold hold out him or something like that because like he's not starting. Yeah, and if he does start, it might be only for like six games. Uh, but in lighter news, and and like lighter news on that side of like the football world, the U. I did peep one game. The USFL kicked off. I didn't even watch the whole game, but it was on TV. And um, I'm not gonna lie, I just happened. I was like, what happened? Like, let me just go back and just see what happened because it was the game with Magoo. Magoo was um playing for the Stallions, but apparently he got hurt. He got an ankle injury. And they were losing, and the backup quarterback came in, and um, in the final drive with um, a few minutes left, he ran, he he led the team to like a fifty-yard touchdown drive to take the lead, leaving only like twenty seconds left on the scoreboard. And this is the first game of USFL, like prime time weekend, like this is supposed to be a big deal. Now it's 28-24. The other team's throwing hail marys. It doesn't work, but I was like. That, that was a pretty good game. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, after I saw the recap, I was like, the backup QB came in. Like, that's kind of nice. Um, but what I didn't know was there was, like, three really big rule changes. One of them is their overtime rules. is in a NHL, like, shootout style where your team and other team each has three chances from the two-yard conversion. And whoever has more – whoever makes more out of three wins – um, if it's tied, you go back and forth like in college until the winner takes it. Yeah, not a fan. Not a fan of that. Then there's a three-point line. So you score That's a touchdown. Yeah, so you score a touchdown. 
you either kick a field goal, you either go for two from the like two yard line, or you can go from the ten yard line, and if you get it, you get three points. I was like, that's that's pretty fun. Yeah, that's kind of fun because that saves the game late night. Because like late, wait, but don't you get a few? Don't you get three points for a few? Oh, you don't get oh, this is extra. But it's on a touchdown. Yeah, I'm talking after that, so you can score nine up to nine points on a um score. That's kind of fun. I'm not going. That's kind of fun. Yeah, and then the last one. So the on so the kickoffs is different. They kick off from the 25 yard line, so you're gonna return the ball. But to limit injuries, they do have like players can't move, I believe, until a certain moment, stuff like that. Uh, but on the onside kick, you have the normal onside kick, and then you have a fourth and twelve onside kick, where instead of kicking the ball on sides, your offense comes onto the field, and they go for it on a fourth and twelve. And if you get it, your offense stays and you do not kick the ball off. So basically, you make it, take it. So you score a touchdown and then go for the onside kick. But instead of doing onside kick, your offense has a chance to go for fourth and 12. And if they convert the fourth and 12, the offense keeps the ball again. So you can go for another touchdown. That's right. So all you got to do is find you a crazy receiver, like a crazy receiver that you can go to on fourth and 12, like, like, you can get you a crazy receiver, bro. Like, oh, no, no. I'm That's a crazy – but I'm taking that 100% of the time. Like, if, it, if we're down two scores in the last few minutes and then we score a touchdown, instead of an onside kick, I'm going for the fourth and 12 option and, like, hopefully we convert and then we just keep the ball. I hope yeah. – I don't want to see that in the NFL, but I do like that there's another league where there's some basically, like, backyard – football rules you know there's some real like arcade style almost no that's kind of fire bro i'm not gonna lie i'm like i'm i'm like i'll slide to a usfl game if they got some good hot dogs so i'll slide to see the, the bad thing i won't say bad thing but to, to counter covid all their games are in birmingham alabama like all teams are in like this football bubble kind of thing where they play in one stadium one field i believe I respect it, but what do you think the protocols for COVID are going to be next year? Because, like, a lot of things being lifted just, like, on a national level. So, like, once the feds say, like, yo, it's great, like, motherfuckers be trying to get their bread. So, like, and you see, every, every, um, every sporting event I've seen is packed as fuck. Like, I don't think social distancing is even slightly a thing anymore. Like, packed. WrestleMania had 88,000 people or something like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Damn, Jerry getting paper right now. Jerry got... Jerry just had WrestleMania in there. He just had the boxing fight. Damn. That boy Jerry getting bread. He leased Airbnb and not that motherfucker right now. That boy got that bitch as a, as a um, motherfucking um, a rare find. Jerry will. I think probably, especially with New York lifting the mandates and stuff for sports in particular, and jo- like also those jobs in particular, um, I think it's going to be something similar to that everywhere. So, But the fans, I think that's not going to, like, I think the fans are going to be 100%. Like, the making the money is going to be number one. And then with the players, I feel like no one's really going to – there might be – I still think there might be a few, like, it was going to be super rare. Like, not like how it was this year with football players. Like, oh, like, a guy has COVID come Saturday and now he's not playing on Sunday. Like immediately, I don't know how they're going to do it, but I think this, the, like the testing positive for COVID in football is going to kind of go away 
I don't know like exactly how, but also same NBA. I mean, outside of maybe like some California team because they're um, politically and stuff, the way they run things is a lot more like another style. So I think like certain states are going to have probably like more anti-COVID things still going on. But as a whole majority, like I think 90% is going to just be like full open. Everybody's back, like go from here. Unless something crazy and unpredictable happens again. But I think we're kind of like slowly there's like it half like every we, we kind of like it's everyday life almost and we have to keep moving on. Nah, that, uh, I think this is crazy, bro. Cause like if you think about it, I my school is no more on every COVID mandate is gone. It's been lifted. So I just think it's crazy that like we made it through all that shit. What was your biggest takeaway from COVID? Just how crazy, really, things can change on a dime. Like, the fact that, like, two, no, about three years ago now, like, going outside was normal, all that stuff was normal. And then there's, like, within a week period, every like, not just, like, in one country, but, like, the whole world shut down, where, like, every, like, and they had to make new laws and stocks and stuff for, like, if, like, for things not to be able to dip because of the fact that, oh, well, business is just not going to be, like, like business ain't gonna be normal like all storefronts you're not selling anything so like people had to get loans like governments are issuing money like how like if something has to happen like no excuses like the motherfucker like they really stopped everything and like we're like all right no one go by i got side like just almost unbelievable we really like almost like a movie plot no i did ass like i remember being outside because you know i was outside but like being outside and just really seeing there's nothing going on. Like, there's I'm the only person out here. Like, me going to this gas station to get blunts is a big deal. Like, I should not be doing this. They had fucking car permits in certain states. Like, you couldn't drive unless you had a permit that you work for at a certain, like, driving from, like, midnight till six in the morning, no one could be on the road. And you had to pull over, you would get pulled over as an offense if you were seen driving on the road. And, uh, so then they had some people who worked at like graveyard shifts. They had to have like work permits to show the people like cops, like, no, here's like my job. I work from three to whatever in the morning. Nah, that, that's real. Like I hear games, but people was getting a fine. You know, they was definitely doing that on the east side of the time because the college is on the west side. So on the east side of the time, they was getting people. People was going to jail over there, not like because they was getting fines over that stuff. Yeah, no, that, that's my big thing. Is how much things can really change like that. And it's not, and it's not really like, it was like trial and error. Like we don't really have a best answer, but this is already answering. Nah, dead ass. For me, it would have to be we figured out. It was really easy to figure out what really mattered, because like a lot, everything got taken away, and that was normal. Like I'm, cause I be seeing my own COVID, my COVID um snaps and stuff like that, and I see my face. I was, <laughs> I was fat kid. I didn't even notice, motherfucking. But you just see, and I just be seeing, like, everything got taken away. So, like, only what's mattered stayed because, like, there's a lot of things that we was probably doing beforehand, before COVID. And then you look now, you probably don't even, like, think about shit like that. And that was something that was a big part. Like, I can't tell you the last time I, like, went to McDonald's. Like, <laughs> like I couldn't tell you some shit like that. Because that was before, like, I turned healthiness was just something I tried to do. And then it became a lifestyle. So, like. 
I could every time I pass by McDonald's, let me say that I can't tell you the last time I went to McDonald's. Like, there's nothing wrong with doing that shit. I got cheat days. And like, I can't tell you last time I went to a checker. Like, last time I went to Taco Bell. Like, I want to say I went to Burger King one morning because it was the closest thing to the bus stop. But like, things just changed. But like, yeah, like things just one was like I can't remember doing things like that. And it was like, damn, that's crazy. Like, it was a point in time you did that every day to get off of school. So like, I figured out things that mattered really stayed like families, like motherfucking business ownership, and then you kept learning and learning. Education mattered to you, even though you might not have done it in a school setting. Education mattered. Anime, that matters. <laughs> yeah, you just start figuring things out. Did you have the time to actually figure it out? I think I thank the world for being so crazy for a second. I think I'm finally, I'm probably like fully fresh out of the cocoon. Like now I'm like in my, in my stride. And I kind of liked it. Like I kind of like, cause like, I feel like I spent a lot of times in a dark place and like now I just vacation there. Well, another thing that um kind of changed, and this is recent, I saw, I, I want to say the news, but I don't even know what to call it, but I saw it on Twitter. Would you ever go get, some testicle tanning. There, I had never heard of nothing like that. Never. Also, I'm opening Twitter. Fourth thing trending or something. And apparently it's a thing. And it was someone had to sit down and talk about, like, I guess, like, a doctor who did it. Like, the guy who ran an office doing it. And I was just like, I'm, per se, I'm, I've never once asked or wondered or wanted <laughs> To get some uh, some uh, tanning going on down there. Testicle tanning. So you want to go burn? So you want to burn my balls? Basically, but they got the magnifying glass with the sun. Just my balls. You, <laughs> you didn't. You don't like. Are the people? Are the people like? Are the? Is there? Are their balls lighter than um? Are they? Uh, do they have- that's really lighter than their like skin. Do they are they trying to match up, or is it just like, uh, it's too? Uh, I, I I prefer darker. I um, have no idea. I when I saw it, I just I was just blown away. Like when I was just like, this is almost too. You know, like you think you've seen everything or known everything, and then also something new just pops in, and then it's, it's like that's never going away. Now I guess that's stuck. That's that's right there. I'm not gonna hold you. Somebody said, "Hey yo." Oh yeah, man. I was just got no hold on. Hey, Kev, um, I gotta reschedule. What's it called? <laughs> I gotta, I gotta get my testicle tanning. Like this is the only day. This is the only day my doctor's free this month. And I was like, what? I'm gonna just look like, hey, maybe forget the meeting. Forget it. <laughs> I don't I think, think I, I don't think I want to do business with you right now. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like you said, how many O's was in that check? Yeah, I'm straight. Like I, like I, I, I only mess with natural skin. Skin to skin, motherfuckers. I'm not with you, tan bald ass niggas. Uh, but let me that's see. That's funny as fuck. But now, hey, you know what movie I watched though? What movie you see? That Jujitsu Kaisen. Oh, what did you? What did you think? What? What, what was? I guess oh, you could have decided we factor. We gotta, we gotta. So look, right. So this is why I realized I can only go to the movies with girls. I will buy everybody's tickets in this motherfucker. Anybody need a ticket? I'll buy. I'll buy the nigga behind the ticket. Oh, but big. Oh, he I got will, money. I will. I will not buy a single thing from that fucking concession stand. There's no <laughs> way. I can't do it. I can't. I wanted to. Too. It like, is ridiculous. I had, I had $15 put away to buy to buy just concession stand stuff. And it just was disrespectful to me. I'm looking at candy that I see a Dollar General for a dollar. 
and two fifty. And these motherfuckers are trying to tell me five forty nine. Yeah. And, like that was crazy to me. And then like the pop line. The, the pop start at ten dollars, like for a small. Bro, I eat white cheddar popcorn every day of my life. If I could, I would, but it's not the best for my ass because a lot of saturated trans fat, you know, trans fat cake. But will. my mother, I will eat white cheddar popcorn. I, I'm flaming hot popcorn. I'll eat popcorn with popcorn on top of it. But never in my life will you catch me paying seven dollars for a small. Because you, first off, what, what, in what world do we do anything small? Like I don't wear small shirts, I don't wear small pants. I don't be like small bitches, like motherfucking. I don't be like small dogs, like motherfucking. Big only. So I'm only gonna get at least a medium or a large. And how would I dare get popcorn without a drink? That's like getting Popeye's biscuits, no drink. Yeah, no, you will die. It's, you're not gonna enjoy the movie. You're gonna be trying to go to the water fountain machine, and you can't. Even, and when you eat a half a thing of popcorn, probably with hella butter on it, because you're a buttery ass motherfucker, you're gonna be in that bitch like a fucking dog. You're not even trying to. You fucking gum. You just. You was fighting for your life before you even made it to the movie. So like, I was just like, I was, I, I took it as disrespect that they would do that, but it was okay. But. So I, I skipped the concession stand. I walked right past it. Don't get me wrong. I even went back because I was thinking about getting something. But I said, nah, I can't do it. And niggas did acting like I wasn't even there because I was waiting for at least a motherfucker to give me some service so I could just sit there like, how bad do I want this? And then say, nah, I'm straight. Still got this $15 right now. Paul, if you want $15, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> but motherfucking, so, but when we got to the movie, first off, I was nostalgic. I was like, whoa. Is there anime on the movie screen? Like, it didn't hit me until I seen it. Until it's I seen mean. the subtitles. And I was like, oh, that A is probably the size of my head. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, no, it does change everything. The atmosphere, the ambiance, whatever you want to call it. Just, it, is, it is different. And this, niggas is talking in the background, and I don't give a fuck. Like, motherfucker, I'm reading subtitles. Bitch, I don't got time to listen to our conversation. <laughs> but that shit was lit. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Fuck with it. I think the... I think the fucking, the fucking, the way they could switch from the CG to the normal shit, unless the whole thing was CG and then they got like super CG. I don't really understand that shit. <laughs> but um, like I can see like those fight scenes, they got some real CG in that it, it gets a little blurry in the anime world. Yeah, like the anime world is real crazy right now. Some people tell me there's, there's studios that only do CG. And like I'm it's a lot like, cheaper. And like, and probably way quicker, but like, y'all motherfuckers is doing this shit in seasons. Pussy ass niggas, like, what? You don't gotta think of nothing. The shit's already written. All you gotta do is animate that shit. What's fuck wrong with you, bro? It's not bottom dollar, bro. But the Jujutsu Kaisen movie was lit. The way they um, the way they told the story from a very surreal point, and there was the like, comedy, like when they when they walked into when he walked to the class, and they all was ready to kill, bro. It was like, bro. You're fucking cursed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but they don't, the, them boys at the school, they don't play. I, I was, that's what woke me up because I was, you know, me, I was like, I'm like, but once I see, bro, what the fuck is that on you? I put my hands up. I was like, is this a fucking joke? <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that they still went at it and they fought, like, they still fought for a second. Niggas got beat up. Cause that boy, that girl was that Ryuku, whatever her name was, the truth. Like I'm not fucking. I was, I thought that was like his power for the whole show. I was kind of upset at the ending. I don't want to give away the ending and shit. But I was like, damn, 
I thought that's how he was going to be fucking niggas up. But from my unbiased opinion, I like the pacing. The pacing was super quick because they got a lot of shit done in a little bit of t- in an hour and a half. It could have really made it two hours, but they knew niggas would have fell asleep. I appreciate them for that. <laughs> but maybe an hour 45. I think I could have made that extra five. But, but that shit was great. I'm from an unbiased opinion because I didn't know nothing about nothing. And then, like, the person next to me with me, he's sitting there like, hey, bro, you see bro right there? Like, when that teacher, one of the teachers came through and the principal, like, that motherfucking anger management, Anita and I's principal came through. Yeah. Like, like, bro, you see? Yeah, he's he's kind of the truth. Like, hey, hey, watch out for him. Don't see for him. Yeah, don't see. And he was just explaining to me, like, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, that was, that was fine because everybody did that thing. Like, I didn't expect everybody to be in there. And I was like, damn, this is everybody. Damn, y'all niggas is lit. So, like, I'm about to start. The, I was trying to start the anime this weekend, but for some reason, that's the only anime that doesn't work on my Funimation for right now. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Just that one. So I'm that's just, odd. I, it's, I, I listen to, I, I always listen to. It's on it. HBO Max as well, so you can peep it on there. Hey, that's a bet. But like, I always listen to the things I can't control. So that means I wasn't supposed to start watching it. Yeah, I guess I wouldn't have paid the right attention. But that shit was lit. But Paul, man, I know you got some new animes on the low, kid. I'm about to get caught up in One Piece. And you know I like to watch One Piece, then my Attack on Titan, then my My Hero, then my and the other anime. Usually it's Hunter x Hunter. But what's my what? Let me know if you got a new other anime for me. I know. Oh you shit! Well, I will say like this season's gonna. There's a lot like Vinland Saga's second season's dropping. Yeah, no, it's coming now. Chainsaw Man is gonna be big. That's gonna be a massive anime that drops pretty soon. Also, like this season is like this this upcoming year is mass because we already had Attack on Titan drop. Um, Demon Slayer season already dropped. Uh, the Jujutsu Kaisen movie dropped. I believe their second season is dropping this season as well. So like that alone is like fucking all-star lineup of anime list uh alone <laughs> that's, oh, that's hard let's go bro i've been waiting for villain saga i'm not gonna lie to you I mean, that's one of those animes you don't go watch again because you're like damn that shit was good i will say the other one that like chainsaw man when that one drops that's gonna be like completely massive and it's the name's chainsaw man right like yeah, that's like, all you need you know, is like, he sound like he massacred motherfuckers. He got to. It, but it's on that. The anime is completely on that. And it's one of those, like, I think Madhouse got it. One Punch Man people. Like, so, and they're known for putting really good Bruh. graphics on those over-the-top animes like that. I don't like to throw out who's the good and the best, but, like, I Madhouse is my favorite. Like, One Punch Man's Mappa. Mappa's up there, too. They've just been going crazy. They did the attack on, they did everything this year. The Jutsu Kaisen, Demon Slayer, um, oh, Attack on Titan last season. They top two. And um, you can't, nobody can never touch motherfucking Dragon Ball Z because they always, they always read, they oh, always, classic. They always head consistently. Like, even in the movies, like with the CG in the movies and stuff like that, it was, it was obvious, but it was, it was nice still. It was nice. It was, it was obvious, but it was nice still. Like, I think that's probably the first time I looked and I was like, oh, CG. Yeah, that was um the the movie was Mappa, I believe, because they do the Jujutsu Kaisen series. But they've yeah. done like anything that's came out probably since like twenty nineteen. That's big. Like uh, I think they did Tower of God. If you haven't watched that one, that's a banger. They did Tower. I, Tower of God is so good. I refuse to watch the last episode. I refuse to say that it did. It was over. No, that one it'll drag you through the mud. In ten episodes, like it's just scary. Um. Uh, 
Oh, but outside the anime world, on the ownership world, you saw Marshawn Lynch. Him and Macklemore are now small-time owners of the Seattle Kraken, the the Dang. NHL hockey team in Seattle. Oh shit! Nice, the brand new team. I think they, this is their first year, and they stink. They suck, but they, you know, it's a, this is a long-term investment. They they got this, a little little stake in that team now. No, that's Seattle, bro. You can get talent to Seattle. Like they've been screaming for a basketball team in Seattle for since the Sonics left. And it's tough to say that because the Thunder be showing out playoffs. Like, okay, see be showing out. I want to see Marshawn at the games. I know his ass is going to be in the little box. Like, he, bringing him into, like, the hockey world, that's going to make things – if he's able to be the character and, like, in the hockey world, you you can be a character. Like, they allow fighting. So, like, you, like having him there, I think it's going to be kind of fun. It's going to make Bro, the games worth watching. I appreciate that. Guys, give me a team to root for, too. Like, I, I got to start – I'm trying to get a small presence in the hockey world. I know I, they play a lot of games, so I don't want to get too much into them. But, like – I'm trying to get into small presence. I feel like you play more than 20 games. I shouldn't watch you, watch you on a seasonly basis. But they they do stink though. I will say you that is a good team that you buying low right now. Hey, let me get. I just want some gear. Cause hockey jerseys are hard. Like hockey jerseys are. Hard. Oh yeah, the full body. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. Especially the ones that come all the way down. See, niggas be scheming. We having the ones that come down here, but I'm, they come down here with the. <laughs> With the with the fucking the sleeve all nice, that shit fire. Extra two inches right there, matter. Can't beat it, but nah, man. But oh, good, it's been a good one, man. I think I gotta disappear in a second, get ready to go, motherfucking. This kid's outside my house to get ready to go to work study, man. So hey, what else? You see anything else? Anything else was cracking? No, nah, I've ran down. That's my whole list from the past like five days of crazy shit I've seen. Nice. Hey, man. Hey, shout out to motherfucking students at the end of their semester right now. Because, like, this is, good. This is the funnest part. You feel me? Lots, lots of late night studying, a whole bunch of unnecessary stressing, and too much worry. So, <laughs> we go, we go, we go, we go get it. We go get it done, man. Because, like, I don't stress out for nothing. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. And I'll shout out to all the students out there, bro. Mm-hmm. But all right, dog, man. This has been fun, man. This has been a motherfucking Monday, man. And you go have you a good week, you motherfucker. Yes, sir. We've been on that rock star regiment, knowing that I'm heaven sent higher than I ever been. I got a problem with.